0: Here we go.
1: This is Good Morning Liberty.
0: Well, what is up, all of our liberty-loving friends? This is another no-cap episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is Charles Chuck Thompson, the second tallest libertarian that we know of, how's it going today, Chuck?
2: Well, I know this episode's going to pass a vibe check, that's for sure. <laughs> by the way, happy birthday, man! Today Thank you,
0: dude. I appreciate is it. It's your
2: birthday, thirty-four years young. Uh, just to, uh, you could run for president in the next election. How? By the way.
0: That's what I've been waiting for.
2: Yeah, you'll be thirty-five finally. So,
0: are you ready? Man, I I was born ready for this. Okay, <laughs> I've already got thirstinforliberty.com. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that, but I Did should. Did you clean it.
2: all the skeletons out of your closet? Still working on
0: it. You got I'm, someone? Scrubbing. I got a fixer working mm. on that right now, yeah. trying to get all that taken care of.
2: Just yeah. like the the campaign in the movie, the campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Are you trading out your pugs for the <laughs> yes for the German Shepherd?
0: We were reading a review <laughs> before the show, and hey, thank you everyone for writing reviews about the show, even if you don't like it. Okay. But if you do like it, you could go leave a, leave a good one if you want to do that. And if you don't, then leave a good one, but at least say something that makes sense. You know, (laughs) just, just do that. Exactly. All right.
2: (laughs) So. And if you don't like the show, then. Don't listen. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's we, a free, free show.
0: We've said it plenty of times. Uh, we, we have a very specific uh, brand of humor. Sometimes it's awkward uh, because I think that's funny, and so does Charlie. So <laughs> yeah. that's okay. If yeah. it's dry and awkward, then we're good to go. You know, like, like uh, well, never mind. So anyway,
2: hit <laughs> oh, subscribe. Oh, were you going to tell a personal story? I was going to tell a personal story, but we got to get humor, on. But yeah. obviously we can't do that.
0: I can't, We can't <laughs> tell any personal stories either, so we need to get past all of that, you know, that is the second time someone got onto us for telling personal stories.
2: You know how much I care right now? Yeah, not a whole lot. I don't at
0: all. It reminds me of, you know, this one time, Charlie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, probably it probably on <laughs> your birthday back then, too, yeah. you know.
0: Hit subscribe, hit follow, do I all that ha- stuff. I guess
2: happy birthday's too personal. Even. I,
0: it is. I sh- we now even everybody knows what your birthday is. Oh, man. This is such a personal, in-depth personal episode right now Yeah. Of, uh, from WGML.
2: Look, hey, if if you don't if you ain't got no haters, then you ain't you're you're not doing something yeah. right. And you know the okay? haters
0: they they hate us because they ain't. Let me tell you a story you about know.
2: haters I've had in my, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna draw a personal story to every single thing that we talk well, about.
0: Well, actually, that's gonna become part of the show notes. I'm gonna have to make notes about personal, personal stories I have stories. about each one of these exactly. things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell tell everyone about the first thing we have in here. I thought this was ridiculous because it was already out like in the afternoon yesterday, but. Interestingly
2: enough, back in the day, my, uh, my band wrote a song about this.
0: Yeah. I can't stop. We were going to talk about we, John McAfee, which reminds me on my computer. I used to have these, these pop-ups yeah. come up all the time, Charlie, you know, and they would come up and they would say, McAfee. Yeah. it reminds me back when I was a kid and I was using, you remember you're using your parents' desktop computer. That's like in the corner yeah. of the room, mm-hmm. you know, it's got right. that printer that went, you know, and did yeah. that, and you mm-hmm. had to do that. I don't know if you guys had one of those things, but but those were pretty cool too. We didn't have
2: a printer because we weren't we obviously weren't that rich. Well, we
0: had enough wealth and status to be able to have a printer.
2: You were in the nicer trailer park. Yeah, mm. yeah,
0: nicer into the trailer park for that's sure. right. So, um, but yeah, j- that's what I think about. Obviously, because that's how the guy made all of his money. But listen, don't talk about whether or not he killed himself. Right. If you do, you're a QAnon conspiracy theorist.
2: This is hilarious. Yeah. This is coming from Business Insider. QAnon followers are already spreading Epstein-like conspiracy theories about John McAfee's reported suicide. <laughs> so, wh- now what does that headline tell you, by the way?
0: It means that, well, first off, anyone that you see talking about this is probably a QAnon follower. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Anyone who thinks that John McAfee didn't kill himself, like a lot of people think Epstein didn't kill himself, we're well, obviously you're part of QAnon.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm.
2: The, that's yeah. all it can be. That's what that title says to you. What I was mentioning is... we. We wrote a song about this back in the day.
1: That's, oh, yeah? That's what I
2: was trying to say. Okay. Yeah. Just minutes after the news broke that John McAfee reportedly died. Now, even see, they're saying reportedly because they mm-hmm. don't know. Died by suicide in a Spanish prison. That's in Spain, by the way. QAnon conspiracy theorists baselessly suggested that the antivirus software pioneer died by other means. He wasn't just antivirus software, by the way. Like He was a programmer for NASA and all kinds of other stuff. The guy's a G. The guy was a genius mm, used to if be if he's not, yeah. if he's not still alive, mm-hmm. um, might
0: even be more of a genius than what you're could, thinking he right could now. could Faked his own mm-hmm. death
2: even. I mm-hmm. mean, watch him come out in a couple <laughs> of years or something.
0: You're on all those QAnon pages. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's going to be the president here yeah, in, exactly. in 2024. He's going to win the libertarian yeah. nomination and uh-huh. actually
2: win as the first libertarian. <laughs> um, and, and then the other thing is I, I can't verify this because I cannot now find the official John McAfee, Instagram, uh, Account Mm -hmm. doesn't exist anymore, but apparently yesterday um, he posted a Q, just a Q. Or his wife did. Or or his wife did. did. No one knows what it means. Several top QAnon influencers on Telegram, some of whom have hundreds of thousands of followers on the far right favorite messaging platform. I didn't realize that was a far right favorite messaging platform. You need to get on it more. Shared posts on Wednesday afternoon, including the word suicide in quotes. Quote conspiracy word on the street only time will tell if this report was true or not an account with sixty-one thousand subscribers shared on the app conspiracy is a legend that mcafee had a dead man switch or device that activates when its owner
0: mcafee said he had a dead man switch
2: when its owner dies we're also being shared online
1: Mm.
2: mcafee was imprisoned in spain pending extradition we went over that a 2019 tweet from the antivirus software mogul's verified Twitter account appeared to be emboldening some of these claims. Quote, if I suicide myself, I didn't, the tweet said. But it's cute. It's, comp- it's crazy. It's a conspiracy theory. I mean,
0: the egregious, like, here's a paragraph right here. This is how crazy this is. Word on the street. Only time will tell if this report is true or not. Conspiracy. That, that's... <laughs> Only time will tell if this is true or not.
2: What a horrible thing to say. You should
0: never question anything. Never question the official story. That's what we've learned.
2: QAnon, a wide-ranging, of course it's wide-ranging, that way they can put anybody in it, far-right conspiracy theory based on false notion that former President Donald Trump had attempted to take down a deep state cabal of human traffickers and pedophiles, notably spread a similar theory when disgraced... Financer and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein died by suicide in 2019. Epstein didn't kill himself eventually became a major online meme. Hours after McAfee's death, a similar phrase became popular hashtag on Twitter. I mean, they're
0: also saying that the idea that Epstein didn't kill himself is, I mean, I feel like it's not just QAnon followers or even libertarians or anyone like that who would think that Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, I I feel like that is a pretty widely believed thing. But what you're learning right here is that you can't talk about things. You can't speculate about things. Now, what's interesting is I heard Austin Peterson, who has his morning show on uh, some station in Missouri. Uh, I listened to his because they upload clips of it to a podcast. And he had McAfee's agent on this morning. And John McAfee's agent actually said that he thought McAfee killed himself, that he could totally see McAfee doing this because this is how he would want to go out is is drumming up all of this crazy online stuff whenever he ended up uh, committing suicide, and that that was the best way that he could you know that that would be a way that he would want to go out. That he could completely see that happening. And it's so possible.
2: I, I mean the man was 75.
1: yeah, he had I, a
2: good run at life, um, and um, I'm sure he had a lot more in him, but if you if were going to decide to go out on top somewhere, um, uh, I mean, I guess he was in prison, but you're going to decide to go out on top and have everybody talk about you. This is kind of one way to do it.
0: Go out with a hashtag, you know, that's the way exactly. you do it. Get your own hashtag. <laughs> this is how you're going to trend. Yeah. Cause you know, if he, I mean, he might've trended because everyone knows the name McAfee. So it might've still trended, but I mean, this is the way to go out in the blaze of glory right here, which is creating this massive, I will say it's a conspiracy because it would be a conspiracy if something had happened and they had devised a way to make it look like he had killed them. So like that would actually, that is a conspiracy right there. Um, So to actually create this massive conspiracy around your death, I could see him going out like that. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Just like
2: Matt said here, they're probably out on the grassy knoll out past (laughs) Urolingua. Still
0: got the shovel. You know that for a fact? Still
2: got the shovel. (laughs) Yep. They were buried in the damn desert.
0: <laughs> All right. Next story, a little bit more. McAfee also, news sorry there.
2: Gambino that you didn't know this. this oh, was yeah. News to Gambino. Sorry, sorry we, to break it that way. We covered it yesterday. Um, yeah. McAfee apparently committed suicide. Supposedly is what the initial reports reportedly, are saying. Mm-hmm. He reportedly, allegedly. Yeah. So
0: um, anyway, so from the Daily Caller here, the big point about this is we've talked about these antitrust bills. And how the government's going to rein in these big companies, but who is actually who's actually writing the bills? Who's actually controlling what's in the bills? Well, Thomas Massey talked today, when he was in one of his committees, about how it seems like Microsoft has actually helped a little bit in writing this bill, because it seems like they wrote themselves out of it. There's no way. There's no way this would ever happen mm-hmm. that these bills There's no way that the Affordable Care Act was written by the insurance companies. Or yeah. you could get fined for not buying their product,
2: <laughs> there's and make no way. sure that they had a, that they had their income locked in. Yeah,
0: that 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 would never happen. So, whistleblower document appears to show Microsoft helped write big tech bills from the Daily Caller. Now, that last part is alleged, a little bit of speculation there, but there are some. There's a little bit of circumstantial evidence here. So Microsoft was given an advanced copy of major antitrust legislation, The document given to Republican Representative Thomas Massey by a whistleblower appeared to show. The document is the original version of the antitrust legislation, one of the Democrats' six pending antitrust bills targeting big tech, according to Thomas Massey. Every page of the document, which the Daily Caller obtained on Wednesday, is watermarked with the text, Confidential Microsoft, right there. So here's what Thomas Massey said. He said, I just came in the possession of a document that everyone needs to know about. Um, A a whistleblower, let's see, it's marked Confidential Microsoft. A whistleblower provided this. It's the first draft of one of these bills that would have covered Microsoft. So here's the important part. They were given the first draft of the bill. And in the first draft of the bill, Microsoft would have been covered under the antitrust legislation. After they were given that, at some point in time, they changed some of the wording to where Microsoft is no longer covered by the legislation.
2: So Also, Massey says here, did Microsoft have this bill and the other bills that we're voting on today before I had it?
0: Yeah, he's always been very vocal about the fact that he doesn't see the bills, who gets to write the bills, who, who's doing yeah. this. So the original version of the antitrust legislation appear, uh, apparently res- received notably included a much lower threshold for determining which big tech companies would be affected than the updated version, the whistleblower documents show. Whereas the latest version of the bill states that platforms with at least 50 million monthly active users would be subject to the antitrust legislation, the original version provided by the whistleblower set that number at 500,000. So it moved from 500,000 to 50 million after, at some point in time, it was shown to Microsoft. Okay. Okay. Microsoft says they didn't do it. All right. They said that Windows has more than 50 million monthly active users. But then this goes the point on that they also changed more of the wording and they changed it from operating system to mobile operating system, which Microsoft is not, but the mm. other companies would have. And so Microsoft does not qualify for. It. Now what does all this mean? Am I upset that Microsoft found a way to get away from the antitrust legislation? No. Actually, I mean, that's good. If you have the power as a company to exempt yourself from tyrannical legislation, then I would support you doing so. What I'm upset about is the other people who are going to be inside of this antitrust legislation because I don't support the legislation whatsoever. And it's also important for people to know who is actually writing these bills and who is making the laws. Do companies actually not like regulations or do they kind of like regulations when they're a pretty big company? So if you're someone who supports all these regulations, to hurt the big companies, who are you actually supporting when those big companies themselves actually like the regulations?
2: They Which all love the regulations. Question. Yeah. They love them. That's, <laughs> that's exactly how they, they squash the competition. And they remain the, the largest and the biggest player, and no one else can come up and beat them because it's, it's, it, it's not impossible, but it's nearly impossible to, to, to break through all the regulations and red tape to get the business off the ground. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's why they all love them. That's why you see you know the biggest car manufacturers want all the new safety updates, right? Cuz they can afford them and no one else can. Drug companies want the FDA to regulate all kinds of stuff because mm-hmm. they can afford the regulations and your mom and pop startup drug companies can't.
0: <laughs> you know? That's what we're missing really are the mom and pop drug shops, yeah. you know. You used to see those on every single corner.
2: <laughs> yeah. You, you know when I was a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid, there were so many. Yeah, you know, Bob and Susie, uh, mm-hmm. New Drugs Incorporated—that's what they called themselves. Yeah, it was a good name. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they're 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 no longer out in business. They couldn't afford the regulations.
0: Thanks to this new this new review on Apple Podcasts, you guys are about to hear a lot of completely <laughs> made up personal stories. I guarantee yeah. it. It's going to be pretty good.
2: In fact, Susie told me she was like, "Look, Chuck." If they send me one more document to sign, that's it. We go under. I can't afford one Mm -hmm. more document. And they sent, they sent that document and that was it.
0: And she said, if it looks like we went out of business, I didn't out of business myself. (laughs) That's right. Okay. It was the FDA that did it. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. She, she said it to me in cursive even. (laughs) And I, I never forget when people tell me stuff in cursive.
0: All right. To the main topic right here. We got a little article about it because Biden said something really stupid yesterday. Well, okay, let's clarify. He was talking about Second Amendment, specifically said some really stupid stuff yesterday. So we've got to talk about that. This article itself has some really dumb stuff in it. So I guess maybe we'll start with... Do you want to start with the video? Yeah, I think the video's great. All right, so we'll play some of this video here real quick. It's uh, been a big topic on the Twitter machine all day, so let me get this going for everyone. And here it is. There it is. Let's go.
1: The Second Amendment, from the day it was passed, limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there never been, if you wanted to think, you need the type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy cannon, those who say the blood of li- the, the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. <laughs> well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it.
2: (laughs) This guy is a rambling fool. (laughs) Uh, And at the very end, the point is the point after all, after (laughs) I can't recite a quote to save my life and I'll mess it up a few times. Yeah. And also to, to literally make things up (laughs) because, uh, not only were (laughs) not only were people. Allowed to own cannons. People did own cannons. Yeah. Private citizens did own cannons, especially those that were in private trade.
0: B- businesses uh, they, that were shipping things. Yeah, like, they
2: had to have cannons on their ships. Yeah. So you could buy a cannon back in the day. It, it, it's just, what's the, um, I know you have the actual quote that he was
0: oh, having it's trouble the, with. The tree of liberty uh, must, you know, you got to move against the government um, must be. F-15s, you know, and the, the nuke. F-15s and the tyrants. So it's yeah. the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Mm. Can't talk. If we tweeted that right now, we would probably get shut down. Probably. Honestly, <laughs> I was actually going to do it earlier. I thought about <laughs> tweeting that. And I mean, that that will probably get you canceled. Mm-hmm. I would say and yeah. get your account suspended. So I guess you get, that is incitement incitement. <laughs> That's what that is. Okay, um, so there's a lot of stuff inside of this. Do you want to read the article, and then we'll yeah. unpack each one of the stuff?
2: This coming from The Post Millennial. Biden announces major crackdown on gun dealers. We're not changing the Constitution. We're enforcing it.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: What does that mean? First,
0: let's, okay, yeah, first. We're not changing the Constitution. We're enforcing it. What the? are you talking about, ma'am? The Constitution is not a set of laws for the people. It's a set of laws for the government, okay? You're not enforcing the Constitution by doing this. You can't be, because the Constitution is a list of rules for the government to follow, mm. that they have to follow. It says here, we, we know that human beings that are white have these rights. That's what it said originally, sorry. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't stir up anything. But eventually everyone have these rights, and we are going to protect these rights. And that's what, that's all. That's all it says, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. So he's not enforcing the constitution by doing this. And there's, what is it in the constitution about going after gun dealers? <laughs> where, where is that? I don't see it anywhere,
2: man. I'm, I'm just saying that's messed well, up. Well, it's got to be in there because he's going to be enforcing it. Yeah. So president Joe Biden spoke from the white house today. He attempted to speak is what it should say. Mm-hmm. President Joe Biden attempted to spoke. From the White House today with Attorney General Merrick Garland. Mm, love Merrick Garland. About the Biden administration's plans. Uh, Merrick Garland was supposed to be Supreme Court, right? Mm-hmm. This is Obama's pick. He was going to be. About the Biden administration's plans for a comprehensive. It's always comprehensive, folks. Oh, anytime you see the word comprehensive. Mm-hmm. It, this is, uh, I just can't. It's common sense. You're so it's good compre- with
0: this. It's reasonable. It's
2: comprehensive. It's It's a plan for a comprehensive strategy to prevent and respond to gun crime and ensure public safety, because that's what the government's so good at.
0: When are we going to get a comprehensive bill that reduces the size and power of the government? When can, when can we get common sense, comprehensive legislation, reasonable, that restrains the government?
2: Mm-hmm. The main focus of this conversation was about gun control using the Biden administration's April guidelines that gun dealers who break the rules will be held accountable for their actions. Biden said background checks, background checks, bans on assault weapons. We're not sure what those are, but, and high capacity magazines, community policing are all effective policies, but that over time they were gutted and underfunded. (laughs)
0: That's a big problem that the government's had over time is things being underfunded and gutted and gutted. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Congress, he said, has a responsibility to pass federal gun control legislation and in a few states, they don't care about it. (laughs) Texas and Missouri set up yours. These merchants of death, (laughs) merchants of death are breaking the law for profit. He said of rogue gun dealers. You said there would That's be s- what
0: Walmart does too. I mean, they're 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 trying to kill people yeah. for profit all the time, you know? Yeah, I, and, and that's what McDonald's does and that's the biggest what problem we have
2: are. is our criminals buying guns legally. Yeah. That's what the biggest problem we have. You know? Yeah. When they buy the gun off the street, there very few illegal guns are sold on the in the black market and on the street. You look at they, the
0: murder rates around the country, almost all of them can be traced back to Gun dealers who sold a gun to someone who they weren't supposed to sell a exactly. gun to. That's what they can all be traced mm. back to.
2: Yeah. He said there would be zero tolerance on gun, supposed to be gun, I think, not done dealers, <laughs> who sell to customers who are not legally allowed to have them. How many gun dealers are selling guns to people who are not had, legal? Of, it's an epidemic. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but it's I'm sure it does. very few and far between. Who don't abide by background checks or who don't go along with the ATF trace requirements. States, cities, counties, and tribes will be funded under the new plans. Biden blamed the lack of summer jobs for youth for an increase in crime. <laughs> what? I wonder why they don't have jobs. I, I don't know. Why, why do you... First, think that- you shut down their lemonade stands anyway because they don't have a permit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then you force shut down all the businesses because of the pandemics. And now you're wondering... Oh, crime's up because they don't got summer jobs it's for the youth. And it's, that's because there's no jobs
0: available. Right. They have to work on this because you can't find a job can't right now. Can't find it. You go around the businesses, you're, you're like, are you hiring? You know, I remember when I was a kid <laughs> yeah. and I would go around the businesses and uh-huh. I was like, hey, are you hiring? I got to get away from the farm.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> I have to leave. No, I didn't. My first job was actually at a grocery store and I was like, hey, are you guys hiring? They're like, no, we don't have any. You're just going to have to go shoot up the streets. That's really the only thing that you can do. You see that gang over there? Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to go join that gang. But that's what's happening right now. Is um, it's the same thing that happened when I was a kid. You know, you can't. There's no jobs available for anyone to take them, and we have to fix this problem.
2: That's exactly. That's and gov- why we
0: need gun control. The government's a victim here. Mm-hmm. They're a victim of the of the economy, and they have nothing to do with anything that's happened with any of the job market. Or any of the economic situations around. No. They've just been trying to fix it this whole time.
2: And they're mainly a victim for the, for the underfunding. No, yeah. The yeah. Congress they, has a stranglehold on the purse. They want to do all of these things, but we won't give them any money. Right. At all. Look, of, I mean, John McAfee would rather die than give them the money. <laughs> That's a true patriot. Yeah, I know. For the Biden administration, the key issue is that guns and those who sell them are the problem. And that those who commit crimes are simply acting out due to a lack of other opportunities. And that more so- uh, social programs are needed to help those who are most likely to commit gun crimes. More social programs. That's right. Yeah. Never mind the guy who's trying to start a school to help the, you know, no. the underprivileged uh, boys in his neighborhood. Well, that
0: was going to hurt the public school. And so yeah. he was actually just trying to hurt the other kids. <clears throat> gun control, yeah.
2: he said. <laughs> I, know. I know. Gun control, he said, quote. Doesn't affect responsible gun owners or second amendment rights.
0: Responsible gun owner.
2: Yeah. Or, or second re- amendment rights. Doesn't gun control. <laughs> doesn't infringe upon the shall not be infringed clause. Mm-mm. This shouldn't be a red or blue issue. It's an American issue. I love when they say that too. <laughs> We're not changing the constitution. We're enforcing it. Be reasonable. That's the thing. Yeah. You argue against somebody it just. You're You're not reasonable. You're not being reasonable right now.
0: He is mansplaining to me.
2: It's gaslighting. It's gaslighting. It is. It is what this is. Be reason. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man. Be reasonable here. Quote, let's show the world and show ourselves that democracy works. We can come together as one nation. We can do this and save lives, Biden said.
0: Say, let's show people that democracy works. We can come together and take rights away from the people who don't have enough votes to stop that from happening. Show them that democracy works.
2: (laughs) Attorney General Garland, who has named white supremacy as the greatest threat facing the U.S. (laughs) Based on what? It's the greatest threat, Nate. Never mind, all these people voted a white dude as the president.
0: <laughs> he was appointed
2: as the attorney general after the Obama administration failed to get Garland confirmed to the Supreme Court. And the next thing I have here is cannons. <laughs>
0: cannons. We already talked about that a little bit. shot out of a cannon. <laughs> Otherwise, no, a little bit here historically about the fact that, that people who were shipping did have cannons. Oh, yeah, I
2: sent this to you. Yeah. Um, historians say they are doubtful and by the way, this was number one on Google. They probably not anymore when you search. It for was it. a
0: fact check for Biden's statements mm-hmm. on this. Yeah,
2: historian uh, from what he when he said this last year. By the way, historians say they are doubtful that there were laws to bar individual ownership of cannons during the Revolutionary War period. "Quote: It seems highly unlikely that there were restrictions on the private ownership of cannons," said Julie Ann Sweet. A historian and director of military studies at Baylor University, probably also a right-wing conspiracy QAnon, (laughs) white supremacist conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Obviously. David Kopel, obviously obviously part of the KKK, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. The research director and second amendment uh, project director at the Free Market Independence Institute. I'm kidding, by the way, with those accusations. (laughs) Agreed. Quote, I am not aware of a ban on any arm in colonial America. There were controls on people or locations, but not bans on types of arms. The legal framework in the colonies was haphazard during the war anyway. At that time, there was no United States, just a bunch of very confused former colonies trying to cooperate and often failing to defeat the British military. Sweet said any sort of gun regulations would have been at the local level and therefore incredibly difficult and tedious to chase down. The new states were still writing new constitutions and probably did not take this matter into consideration. They were fine with people having um cannons. Cannons. <laughs> um The 1899 book, I'm skipping down a little bit here, A History of American Privateers by Edgar Staten MacLay, notes several cases in which privateers during the Revolutionary War set sail using cannons. Cannons. So they were part of ships. So you were able to have cannons, so you're wrong, Biden.
0: The other, uh, so the thing from the article, it sounds like they're wanting to crack down on gun dealers quite a bit. And cannons. And cannons. So everyone, hide your cannons, throw them in the lake, okay? Hide your cannons, hide your kids, your wife. Um, The the whole cracking down on dealers thing, it sounds a lot like the drug war to me. Sounds quite a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna go after the dealers, and of course you go over... You go after some people for possession, but their main thing is they got to stop the flow of these guns. As if you can't get guns outside of a gun dealer, you know there, there's no way to do that. It's the it's the gun dealers that are that are getting most of these illegal guns out there for sure. And so that's a little bit of a ridiculous one. And then, to me, the most ridiculous thing from that video that we played is the president of the United States saying, "Oh." You guys think that you can fight the government with these AR-15s? You're going to need some F-15s and, and some nukes to mm-hmm. do that, which sounds a little uh, slightly threatening, like, hey, you have no chance against us. And what that really is is that's a call for a lot more people to buy a lot more guns and a lot bigger ones, honestly. That all he's doing is making a lot of people feel vindicated in the fact that they're getting their guns to fight the government because he's saying, hey, good luck, man. We got F-15s. Notice he didn't say F-35s apparently didn't spend enough money on those things he's saying f-15 still Mm -hmm. you know because
2: those are the ones that middle-class america can afford yeah
0: yeah. and uh (laughs) well he was trying to be inclusive (laughs) right and everything so the f-15s are slightly more affordable from what i can tell in my research looking for planes and and so he's talking about that and nukes like what's the what's the underlying threat there you can't be that we'll nuke you If, uh, if, if you get out of line, if you try to over that, we're going to nuke one of our own cities. Yeah. (laughs) That's the, that's the best thing to do. We're going to find a cluster of QAnons out there and nuke them. That's the way. And and let's not even entertain the fact that apparently from what I heard, the government was almost overthrown by a bunch of people with flagpoles (laughs) and fire extinguishers and, and Viking hats. Even though it sounds a little sus. It's true.
2: It's, it's. It's no cap.
0: So, what, you got AR-15s? That's no match for us. (laughs) Mr. Guy taking a picture on the speaker of the house's desk that used no weapons to get there whatsoever. (laughs) There's no way you could do anything to the government with an AR-15. That could never happen. So, they're saying a lot of things that don't make sense here, which uh, I think is pretty common, Mm. honestly. Mm. So, I don't know. What do you think about
2: that, man? Well, the article had me pressed. (laughs) That's for sure. Biden does that sometimes. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's, that's, all, that's all I can really say about it. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. So there's several things in there. You know, we're, not, we're just enforcing the Constitution. He obviously does not know what the Constitution is. He thinks the Constitution is a list of things that the government can do to the people. And that's not the case. Okay. He doesn't enforce the Constitution. He enforces laws. And obviously
2: bring- the, the Tree of Liberty is not watered. No.
0: It's not going to be watered with patriots or anything like that. Yeah. The blood of patriots are going to tree the liberty. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So, man, it's fun to listen. We're going to have to put that one on the soundboard, I think.
2: You can put him and Trump together, let's sweep the florists with the tree of liberty.
0: <laughs> it's a pretty good one. <laughs> we maybe got time for one more in here that you want to do the moratorium or the Peter Thiel thing.
2: Uh, let's go, Peter Thiel. Okay. The moratorium is ridiculous, too. Uh, just to tell you guys. This is uh, new, just so you know the news. We won't read the article. But somehow the CDC, who has purview over housing. Sheer tyranny them, of will. They are extending the moratorium to July 31st. So yep. everybody's saying June 30th is going to be the day. We'll find out what's going to happen. Housing market crash, whatever. We won't know now until July 31st. And then when we get close to that date, they'll push it out to August 31st. And you guys know how it goes. And the CDC, they're really good at. Um, you know, evictions and leases and rental agreements. They understand all those things.
0: My guess is they'll phase it out. I think first they'll reduce the income requirements for it. Cause right now it's uh, up making up to a hundred thousand dollars a year for an individual or $99,000 a year for an individual. And uh, I think what they'll do to phase it out is lower the income threshold and it'll take,
2: it'll take just quite said a while. Two weeks to flatten the <laughs> housing bubble. <laughs> And that's really good.
0: It's a, uh, yeah, it's overall pretty, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. And I don't know how long it's going to go. It was supposed to end at the end of last year. And then Congress has extended it. And then Biden extended it two times now. So just going to keep happening. I just apparently. think it's funny.
2: The CDC is doing it. Yeah. It's just hilarious.
0: That's within their role. When they came up with these centers for disease control and prevention, which mm. I think we just need to forget about that part. But when they came up with that, controlling the housing market was one of their main jobs. You know, it's just, it should what be I called remember. the center
2: for disease <laughs> <laughs> the center for diseases. Yep. And we don't know what we're doing. The
0: center for disease, <laughs> the control is what it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let's
2: talk about Peter Thiel. So from,
0: mate. from ProPublica. Now they still got all this IRS data. This is just a good Here's a good strategy for you guys who are trying to grow your retirement. Okay? I love this. I love it. It's amazing. But ProPublica, they got all this IRS information, and they ended this with an, a crazy, egregious statement. That's why the article ended up making it in the list. But tech mogul Peter Thiel turned his retirement account, his IRA, his Roth IRA, from $2,000 into $5 billion. Okay. It's Pretty crazy, and that will be tax free when he cashes it out when he's 59 and a half.
2: That's like buying Bitcoin $2,000 worth of Bitcoin yeah. back in 2007. So it's pretty, pretty crazy.
0: But some of the stuff they said in here, I mean, it is, it is ridiculous. Billionaire Peter Thiel, founder of PayPal, publicly condemned confiscatory taxes. He doesn't like taxes that much. He seems like a pretty libertarian leaning guy from everything I've heard. He's been a major funder of one of the most prominent anti-tax political action committees in the country, and he's bankrolled a group that promotes building floating nations that would impose no compulsory income taxes. Love it. Man, we have to stop this guy. But (coughs) Teal doesn't need a man-made island to avoid paying taxes. He has something just as effective, a Roth individual retirement account. All right. Over the last 20 years. Teal has quietly turned his Roth IRA, a humdrum retirement vehicle intended to spur Americans to, to save for their golden years into a gargantuan tax-exempt piggy bank. Confidential, confidential IRS data shows. Using stock deals unavailable to most people, Teal has taken a retirement account worth less than $2,000 in 1999 and spun it into a $5 billion windfall. Love it. Mm. And to put Love that it. in perspective, the average Roth was worth $39,000 in 2018, and so he's got $5 billion. I don't care. Either way, just so you know, I don't, I don't care that he did this. I want to figure out how, honestly. Yeah. What's more, as long as Teal waits- Tell us your secrets, Teal. So he's not going to have to pay that if he waits till he's 59 and a half. ProPublica's obtained a trove of IRS tax return data on thousands of the country's wealthiest people covering more than 15 years. The data provides- How did they obtain this? Are they going to look into this? What this secret information reveals is that while most Americans are dutifully paying taxes, chipping in their part to fund the military, highways, and safety net programs, the country's richest citizens are finding ways to sidestep the tax system. Mm. Wait, man, we got to throw them out on some island somewhere. Get them out of here. One of the most surprising of these techniques involves the Roth IRA, which limits most people to contributing just $6,000 per year. So here's the last paragraph right here. Let's see what makes, let's see what makes sense and what ain't. Among this rarefied group, ProPublica found the term individual retirement account has become a misnomer. Rather than a way to build a nest egg for the, for old age, the accounts have morphed into a supercharged investment vehicle subsidized by American taxpayers. That's, That's
2: my favorite part.
0: So, Rather than building a nest egg for people, these have, morphed into investment vehicles
2: subsidized mm. by american taxpayers well i mean he built several nest eggs he got the whole nest actually he built a nest five <laughs> billion yeah but this this little word right here is subsidized how do, how are the american it's,
0: taxpayers subsidizing him? he must
2: have gotten a fat check from the government to stick into his account must have yeah that's the that's the, what subsidized means to me now, what they're trying to allude to here is that he's not paying his fair share of taxes on that $5 billion. So obviously, he's subsidizing it. He's being subsidized by the American taxpayers because he's not paying his fair share. That's so ridiculous. And this- Absolutely insanity to me.
0: This has to start with the idea, one, that it has to start with the government has got to take this amount of money and it has to spend it. So you have to have this idea. Because what they mean is when someone rich doesn't pay their taxes, what ends up happening is the people who are paying their taxes are subsidizing those people, and this is an argument that a lot of people who are upset about corporate welfare will make all the time, that this ends up hurting the people who are paying taxes. And you know what? No, it doesn't. The freaking entity that's spending the money is hurting those people, okay?
2: That is who the problem is with. And the entity that will come to your house and take you to jail. Yeah. Okay, so it's not or a, kill yourself in Spain.
0: It's not a given <laughs> that the it's not a given that the government just has to spend this certain amount of money, and it has to do this, and its budget has to increase by X amount every single year, and no matter what, they're going to spend this money. So if you don't pay your taxes, then that just means they're going to end up having to raise taxes on the people who are doing it. That's not just etched in stone anywhere that they have to do that. So I hate this thing of blaming people who end up making it out of the prison of taxation on the taxes that are charged to people who didn't make it out of the prison yet. It's unfair to the, the person who actually got out of the prison. If taxation is theft, if taxation is an immoral thing to do, which they, they wouldn't argue, now I'm talking to the libertarians that will argue just until they're blue in the face about corporate welfare Okay, which I don't like. I don't like it because other people are being charged taxes, not because some people are getting out of the taxes. All right. So, to
2: fix the actual problem,
0: if taxation is theft, if it is an immoral thing to do, then you, in my opinion, and probably in Charlie's, cannot make any arguments that would equal more people having to pay those taxes. That is not a win in the right direction. That's not in the direction towards liberty right there. Now, these people will make that argument because they do believe that taxation is. The way that we have a civilized society or the tree of patriots or whatever it is, you know the thing. You know. So they think that the taxes paid for the tree of yeah. patriots.
2: And if you don't believe in that, well then you're just a QAnon supporter.
0: This is something we uh we need to talk we need to talk to Rob about, by the way, because they're doing a thing on corporate welfare, pointing it out, uh, at Freedom Fest. And he uh his person told us about it and invited us to come over and watch that and Talk to Rob and uh, we should see if he wants to sit down and talk about this idea while we we're, at, we're at Freedom Fest. I think mm-hmm. that'd be a good idea. So, be a great idea. The tree of equity is watered by the blood of taxpayers. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's good. I have a personal story to go with that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save it for another time. And I think that about wraps up yep. the show, mate. Happy birthday. I hope you enjoyed your day. Um, sucks the company didn't do anything for you today. Uh, you know just a bunch of terrible people here in the office you tried and to
0: take me out to lunch but i said yeah, no
2: yeah that's your own fault yeah. so if anybody else wants to go to lunch for their birthday just let me know <laughs> i'm offering and uh if you enjoyed today's show which i know you did except for uh waffles if he's still li- listening i don't know where he's at but
0: he probably sounds like he probably is probably, probably still yeah. listening <laughs> yeah
2: uh then hit that subscribe button or follow button <clears throat> and share the show with a friend or two and the children and all your loved ones and hated ones in a helicopter <laughs> in a helicopter. Go to patreon.com slash good morning, Liberty sign up five bucks a month. We'll get you into the live group. where all these lovely fine folks that we get to talk with every single day at all hours of the day. By the way, we, we are in and out of all kinds of channels on this group. It's a lot of fun. We've got some good things going. We've got our live 500th live episode coming up. So we're excited about that. Get in on the action, folks. Patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty. Go to mastermystocks.com. If you guys do all those things, we'll be back tomorrow with Dumb Bleep. Hope you have a good day and a good
1: morning. Liberty.